0: Hello, and welcome to the Permanent Good Podcast. I am Craig Wells, a.k.a. Permanent Handle.
1: And I'm Alex Good, a.k.a. Alex Good. Well, for those of you who are not the loyal and dedicated followers that the rest of you are, here's a little breakdown of how this show go, you know? So we have a couple segments going on. Big movie discussion in the first half, followed by an improv segment so you can see our our skills. And uh, shortcomings. And uh, really a crapshoot. Definitely our shortcomings. Yeah, definitely our shortcoming more than our skills. It's really a crapshoot what you're going to get, but I would bet on shortcomings. And then we got a little middle segment action. Usually it changes week to week, um, but requires a little bit more preparation. And then we have a one-hit wonder. It's here for a week, never coming back, never getting any sequels, prequels, or anything like that. Uh, And that's pretty much our show. So... Thanks for dropping by. Like, subscribe, leave a review. We're on all your, you know, platforms. That's how you find us in the first place. Thanks for coming by.
0: Yeah. Now, before we get into the movie segment, I do Mm -hmm. have a question for you. Sweet. If you were to die and become cremated, if you were to die and get cremated, what would you want your ashes turned into?
1: turn into so i have to. i ask
0: this for a very specific reason because i found out that the inventor of the frisbee turned his ashes
1: into a frisbee upon his demise that's amazing branding which is pretty fire that's amazing branding like if i invented something yeah it'd be nice if i could turn it into that like if like a video game developer could turn their ashes into something that could be put into and played as a video game that's like amazing you know so yeah i mean i'd probably just gold jewelry you know be like hey put me on a ring put me necklace earrings or something like that but you know to each their own i've seen people um turn into trees yeah i feel know? like if
0: you're gonna do jewelry you have to do like a pendant right
1: i mean i would probably become multiple jewels you know sort of like a hol. what is it uh the horcrux situation yeah like, spread I mean- it out I would do something like that, like a ring, some earrings and necklace. So no one's got all of me. That I would want mine
0: to be like a giant jeweled pendant that like somebody has to go on a quest to find.
1: Mm, Like this is
0: like my ashes is movie two of the trilogy.
1: The thing is, is then you need to clue someone in and be like, hey, when I die. People are going to ask for my body, ask for my ashes. You need to set up a quest and you need to have someone who's actually going to follow through with all that stuff, which means not me, <laughs> which is 100 percent not me. I'll be just like, hey, um, Andrew, a.k.a. Um, Craig's brother. Craig want me to do all this crazy stuff. I'm just going to save the money he gave for the setting up the quest. Here's his ashes. You won. Congrats. And then move on. With
0: See, here's the thing. I knew exactly that would happen. See, mm-hmm. I have a contingency plan in real life to think that I don't is foolish. Okay. But like only one person has it. And that person is definitely not you.
1: OK, good to know. Good to know. That
0: was too much <laughs> pressure. So when I die, just be relaxed with the thought that somebody else has this taken care of.
1: Sounds good. No pressure. You don't. Know where you find out that Frisbee information, but we're not going to dig too deep into it.
0: All right. Uh, So since we're not digging deep, let's go to our movie segment. This movie will be discussed after the time code that we give you. So you can skip it if you don't want to hear the discussion. And I feel like this discussion is going to be a lively one this time. So if you don't want to hear the movie discussion, here's your time code right now. Hey, I just wanted to give a quick content warning. One of the major themes in this movie is suicide, so if that's not something you're comfortable hearing us talk about, by all means, skip ahead to that timecode. And that timecode is 2325. Alright, so this movie is called A Silent Voice and it's an anime movie. Mhm. You know, animated in the traditional Japanese style. It was dubbed in Japanese or like it was originally made in Japanese so it got dubbed into English.
1: Um did you and watch the dub version or the sub version?
0: I watched the I watched the dubbed version. English the, dubs.
1: I watched the sub version. Cuz I'm okay. a purist.
0: Yeah. So I watched the English dub version because I'm uh I get distracted very easily. Mhm. So I needed to hear it as well as read the subtitles. Um, and this is probably in my top 10 movies of all time.
1: Okay. I mean, that's crazy because the last movie we watched, Tenant, is my favorite movie of all time.
0: Yeah. And I got a text message from Alex earlier today quoting, This movie is torture. I don't know if I'll make it to the third act.
1: Uh, I didn't so. D- okay so here's what I said for sure so uh, we have a habit of when we watch a movie we don't talk about it at all any impressions so Hubie Halloween he had no idea tenant he had no idea he doesn't know what I think about when I'm doing this however earlier today and I watch movies usually right before we record I said Craig this movie is torture he said wrong I said I'm dying he said just keep an open mind the third act is a banger I said. I don't know if I'll make it that far. And then he proceeded to guilt trip me into, hey, we could watch another pod, watch another movie for the podcast. But I'm not a quitter, ladies and gentlemen. I will sit through. Sounds like you were really close to being a quitter. I bro. Okay, it got to this point. I watched all these movies with my wife and uh, she tapped out. Pulled out her phone, went through some Instagram, Twitter, hopping on Snapchat, watching videos and stuff. And I'm like, I have to watch this for the podcast. I have to watch it. So here's the thing. two hours and nine minutes.
0: I love this movie so much. And the reason I brought it to the podcast is because this is the most different movie that we've watched since the inception of this podcast. And I didn't want us to get stuck in a rut of reviewing like the same kind of like safe in our bubble kind of movies and i'm like i know for a fact that this movie is not in alex's bubble so i wanted to push his boundaries just a little
1: bit you pushed it so far i almost didn't want to here's the thing is now i don't trust you anymore i was like oh i have to vet every movie i agree to now so this doesn't happen ever again
0: okay so so let's talk about what this movie is about so this movie it, it starts Uh, basically in, like, a middle school age class. Yeah,
1: 6th grade. Starts in 6th grade. Yeah,
0: and the class gets a new student, and this student just so happens to be deaf. And that's when our main character starts to bully the hell out of this girl. Like, it gets to a point where, like, you just feel so bad for everyone that has to watch this endeavor, because you just know that, like, this kid is making he's, this deaf girl
1: messing up her life like yeah. he Emotional it, it starts trauma. cool yeah because he starts cool i i didn't see anything wrong with it everyone else in the class is usually pretty nice and then it progresses throughout the grade where it starts getting rough like he's ripping out her um hearing aids and like she's bleeding from her ears they're starting fights uh, making sure she can't have any friends and she keeps saying, I'm sorry, I don't know, what I, I thought we were going to be friends, I didn't know what was going on. And she keeps coming back, and he goes, you're a creep, can't you see I don't want you? All that stuff. And I'm like, good grief, dude.
0: And then this all basically, like, bubbles up to, you know, the end of this uh, middle school age part of the movie, where, you know, our main character finally gets called out on his actions and he gets punished by the school and his parents and it's you really see how the end result affects our main character and then we time jump you know what is like seven years or something
1: just in the high school
0: yeah and we learn that you know now our main character is super depressed dare I even say, suicidal. Yeah. Because, you know, he has his suicide all planned out, he has a calendar, it's marked last day, and then his mom basically catches on right before he does it, and he's like, no, 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 not letting that happen. And basically now our main character has to revalue everything in his life because he's living longer than he thought he was going to. Right. And part of that revaluing is can I make amends to this girl that I bullied so deeply and intensely in middle school? Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of the big point of the movie is our main character trying to rebuild this relationship with the kid he bullied and the relationship that they form with themselves and everyone around them.
1: Right. Cause he, after he gets outed as the bully, everyone who was bullying with him, just says, yo, we never did that. Like, we weren't cool with that. And he goes, you were doing it with me. He goes, nothing. And then, so he doesn't make any friends. He has no friends for years. No one wants to talk to him. He's known as the guy who bullied a deaf girl into transferring schools. Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Great premise. Great premise. Um, I just didn't like how it played out on screen. I had all these plans to go hard in the paint and wreck this movie. For everything that it is and isn't. Um, but it has a decent message, you know? Um, but for me, it was a little too basic. Element it's like it's just a, a story that I think we've all seen before. It's like something you get taught in elementary school, hey, bullying is bad. And then like usually something's going on at home. Um, and then you find out the bully's doing this for a bad reason, and then Everyone turns and says, hey, boy, that's not okay. And then you start feeling bad for the bully. And then he goes to make amends and all that stuff. I think this movie just like double, triple downs on emotion, on feeling things. Um, You got like two or three minutes of like music in the beginning. And then everything after that is just piano, guys. Just... Tapping of the piano, making you feel things. And it's a beautifully, like visually, it's a beautiful movie. Um, But it was just one of those things where I'm like, I feel like I know where this is going. I have, and I stuck with it because I knew, yo, third act, Craig says there's going to be a banger. And I'm going to make it there. I don't need to like it, but I have to at least make it there and see what he's talking about.
0: So I'm going to tell you what I liked about this movie. This is the second time I've seen this movie um i watched this movie for the first time about a year ago uh and you know i thought it'd be fun to bring to the table um the intro slaps was the first thing yeah 100 the intro music slaps mm-hmm. so hard yeah next when he did the bullying when he mocked her voice and he when he had to read right after she did Oh my god! I want. Ooh, it was like one of those like pure Michael Scott office moments where I just wanted to crawl inside my skin and n- not reappear.
1: Have you seen it uh, subbed, or did you watch it dubbed both times? I watched it dubbed both. both I would times. be interested to see how you react to the sub version because I'm hearing it all in Japanese, so I'm hearing yeah him make fun of her voice in Japanese. But I don't know Japanese, so I don't know. I I can hear the mockery, but I don't know what's wrong with her voice. You know, I can't tell the difference anyway.
0: Yeah. I mean, she sounds like, you know, like how you would assume a deaf person's voice sounds like, you know, it kind of has that like uh, unusual timber to it. Right. And that's what he was making fun of.
1: Mm -hmm. OK.
0: The transition from childhood to teenage is very awkward. I will, like... That was the one, like, negative thing that I immediately had to take a note of. It's mm-hmm. like, all right, we're in the childhood. Do, 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 teenage year. Suicidal. Like,
1: whoa! Whoa! Right. Suicide in movies is hard for me to watch because, like, everyone handles it differently. Yeah. And... um, There's, like, the... 13 Reasons Why Suicide, there's this suicide, there's plenty of other movies we can, you can see it on screen or it alludes to it because maybe they don't want to show it. So this one, it just struck me as like, it didn't feel real. And by that, I'm like, okay, this is maybe a little too theatrical. And not that it was, he was being over dramatic. I'm just like, I don't, I don't know if that's how this would work you know and i this and the thing is this is a sensitive topic that i'm freaking delving into and be like all right all right i don't know if that's how it works <laughs> but something about this movie i'm like this doesn't feel real i didn't really connect with it but then again yeah don't speak japanese
0: this movie handles suicide I, in my opinion there are two types of of being suicidal and it's being impulsive and like i got to do it now and then there's the let's wrap everything up so people don't have to worry about what I'm doing and they can just carry on with their lives. And this movie tackles both of those scenarios. And I think, I think that they handled it pretty well. And I think that it made me connect with the characters involved a lot more. Mm -hmm. I I think that this movie was a very emotionally engaging movie.
1: Do we want to get into spoilers?
0: Uh, sure. Yeah. Let's jump into spoilers. So, if you want to skip the spoiler section, uh, which, if you haven't watched the movie, I think you should go do that. Uh, but anyway, here's your time code 2325. All right. Shoyo really likes bread. Shoyo is yeah. our protagonist. Yeah.
1: Um, yo, he
0: had. I like how he's like, all right, I need an excuse to, uh, Talk to Shoko.
1: Bread. It's a good thing I got bread. And it's a good thing I'm going to come by all the time. And we're going to feed the fish or feed the birds or whatever it is. And that's my ticket in. Um, Which one of his friends was your favorite?
0: Um, So, so let's just talk about all of them. Sure. So I, I, I think the one with the greenish hair and the glasses
1: mm-hmm.
0: had the most importance to the plot. Because she was kind of the one that remembered everything about Shoya. Right. She was the one that's like, hey, don't drag anyone else into this. You were the one that was being the bully. Mm-hmm. Um, There's his best friend, the shorter one. Right. Um, He was kind of doofy and dorky, and I didn't really care for it at first. But once things emotionally start happening to Shoya, and he's, like, there for him, I'm like, all right, he he's weird, but... I'm down to clown. Like, I respect the lawyer. Yeah,
1: he was my favorite. because He's just like, you don't mean this. You don't actually, like, I know you're going through stuff. Like, I'm not taking this personally. And I'm like, that guy has a lot of emotional intelligence to know that stuff. So I really respected that.
0: Yeah. Um, The dude with the red hair could have been cut completely. Yep,
1: entirely. I'm like, he has like, what, six lines? I'm like, I don't know yeah. anything about you. And half of his lines were him getting yelled at and leaving the group.
0: Yeah. And then there was the taller girl with the short hair. She was kind of like a mix between the green-haired girl and generally not being important. Right. Like, she remembers Shoya from middle school, mm-hmm. but she was the one that was like, Hey, I remember what you did. Let's both be better about it. right?" Um, And then there was, you know, the bully that continued bullying. And I'm like, all right, you're being unnecessarily mean to this group of six people they outnumber you why are you being mean to them
1: right yeah it didn't make sense geez i honestly really don't want to watch this movie again but i think it might be a completely different movie if it's if it's dubbed instead of subbed it was yeah. rough bro and but the thing is is like there was parts of it where i'm like i cannot get on board with this the whole bike scene of hey can i borrow your bike and he goes no but and then you know tldr no, you can borrow my bike. The bike was stolen. I'm like, well, duh. I literally am like, <laughs> no way. Who would have thought? So that like really stuck out to me. I'm like, okay, what are we doing? The piano music the entire time? I'm like, okay. And then... That's just anime. Anime does piano music. I'm like, yeah, okay. And then, oh, the when his mom confronts him after the attempted suicide or before he backs out and stuff like that i'm like this is so weird why i don't just like the whole the fight over the money and that just didn't feel real and she brings it up so casually as to catch him off guard and it works and then she freaks out but i'm like this just none of this feels real
0: i think you know never having a suicidal child I, you know, don't really know how I would react in this situation. So I feel like casually bringing it up to ease yourself into the situation and then emotionally realizing everything about it. I think I think that makes sense. You know, this person that you've had in your life for 17 years and you think you know everything about is suddenly, you know, not wanting to be around anymore. I think that has a great cause for emotional concern with the nuance of not knowing exactly how to approach it.
1: Right. right, I get that. What do you think of the f- this part I really I didn't quite understand. Um but the fight after the main characters in the hospital of the girls going at it.
0: So between the bully and Shoko? Right. So I think the bully wants to be Shoya's friend mm-hmm. or like the bully has a crush on Shoya And so when Shoya got hurt saving Shoko, she's like, oh, she's like t- basically blaming Shoko for Shoya's injury
1: God gotcha. and
0: and you know to bring like even more emotion into the scene you know, Shoko already blames herself, and to have this very aggressive person kind of reaffirm that belief that she had, Mm -hmm. that's kind of why her mom and Shoya's mom had to stick up for her.
1: Right. Yeah, that was wild.
0: Do you want to take a guess at when I started crying?
1: Um, was it third act? Yes. Because I... I didn't connect to this movie, but I can pick up on cues where I'm like, "Oh, this part right here is where it would hit people." Uh, yeah, I wish I took a note of that. Good grief! Tell me, and I'm just—I'm just, just going to say, "Well, I it was this this part I was thinking of."
0: It was in the hospital when Shoko's mom, like, gets on her hands and knees yep. in front of mm-hmm. Shoya, in front of Shoya's mom. Because this is just like the amalgamation of, you know, 90 minutes of this woman hating this boy, absolutely despising the very essence of this, of this, of this kid with valid reason, you know? Right. You know, this kid was your daughter's bully. You have every right to hate him. And then he comes around and is like, oh, he's actually the reason my daughter is alive for, for more than one reason. Right. And seeing her realize that and like apologize so deeply. I'm like, ah, oh, this is ah oh, this is it. This is it, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was
1: crazy. I remember watching. And that then I basically like, oh.
0: cried I basically cried through the rest of the movie. Cause watching Shoko like go around and like make amends with the people that Shoyo offended and like yelled at and like, hey guys. Can we just be better, please? Please, can we just be better? I'm like, yeah, can
1: we be better? (laughs) (laughs) We can be better, everyone. Yeah, guys, uh, moral of the story, I'm heartless. Um, This is a great movie. I just didn't know it. Uh, Still don't know it. uh, But Craig vouches for it. So
0: Don't worry. We have one more anime movie that we are going to watch. It's going to be about six months from now before I get Alex to trust me again to watch an anime movie. But it is going to happen. I promise.
1: Yeah, we'll see we will see
0: is there anything else you want to hit beforehand
1: no i think that's pretty much it
0: okay well then we can welcome our non-movie people back in and we can move on to our improv segment which is once again half cast if you're not familiar with half cast we did this last week and alex and i both wrote half a script we each wrote one side of dialogue, and it is up to the other person to improvise the other half of the dialogue. And the script is just going to keep going, regardless of if it makes sense or not.
1: Yep, and it probably won't. The good thing about this is the script keeps moving. Whether or not the improv's going yeah. well, it keeps moving, and the other person's learning about the story as you're learning about the story. Because they have no I have no idea what Craig wrote, and he has no idea what I wrote. So we're just imagining the other half of the conversation and the other person is just filling in the blanks.
0: All right. I read my script first last time. So let's go with your script now.
1: Okay. The only background you need on this is you just picked me up from school. Okay. And we're in the car right now. Dad. What's up, son? Uh, The kids at school are, are bullies. Yeah? Yeah. They told me that I had, a, this is a bad word, but sex with a girl. Well, did you? How was I supposed to know that if I touch a girl's knee, I would sex her? Dad, what if she's pregnant?
0: Well, son, I can guarantee you that she is not I'm pregnant. I'm gonna
1: be... a uh, Dad? No! Not for a long while. Not for a long while. I don't even have a job.
0: Where am I gonna no, get the and money? And you don't have...
1: You don't have to worry about a job. Dad, how am I gonna get out of this?
0: Well, it's a good thing you're not in it at all, but even if you were... Your mom and dad would be willing to help you.
1: What was it like when you had sex, dad? Were you 7 too?
0: Uh, no, actually I was 37. So I'm So
1: stressed. I,
0: listen, how about I take you out for ice cream and we just kind of put this whole dad, thing behind us. What if
1: I have twins? Then
0: we will. Then we will deal with it when it comes. Mom is
1: going to be so mad at me.
0: I would be willing to bet she's oh, not. Oh
1: no. Have I ever touched mom's knees? Did I have sex? Nope.
0: No, actually, no. Not even a little.
1: Dad, can I ask you a question?
0: You can ask me anything.
1: Do you love mom?
0: I love her very much. How come you don't kiss her? Because her breath always smells like garlic.
1: Do you just kiss her when I'm not around? Well... Do you do it in the dark?
0: Uh, no, man. Lights up. Window's open, baby. Hey, dad. what's up?
1: Can you not tell mom she's going to be a grandma?
0: Yeah, I think I can manage that.
1: When will I have to get married? I don't even love her. Jeez,
0: I need a drink. Okay, well, you're definitely not ready for that. I think I need a drink more than anyone.
1: Dad, when my kid's born, can I have some wine?
0: Sure, kid, why not?
1: Do you want advice on how to be a good dad?
0: Not really, but I can't imagine I'm going to be able to stop. Okay.
1: Is tell them not to touch anybody's knees. You're right. I should have done oh, that. Oh, no. Uh, I think I touched Spot's knee. Well, you def- you
0: definitely shouldn't tell anyone about that.
1: Hey, Dad. Yeah? Is that how werewolves are made? Yep, that's exactly it. You got hey, it. Dad? You got it. Yep. My wife's name is Sarah, just so you know. Okay, I'll be
0: on the lookout for Sarah. I don't love her,
1: but she's pregnant. So, you know, you got to be nice to her now.
0: I'll see what hey, I can do. Hey,
1: Dad. Yeah? Don't be my okay. I'm not. I told the boys that you would beat them up.
0: And you know what? I'm willing to beat up a bunch of kids
1: right I now. I also told them that you would kill. <laughs> 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 this is nuts. <laughs> I can't do those boys and say this at the same time. <laughs> Hey, Dad, I also told them that you would kill their dads.
0: Well, that is murder, and you know what? I don't intend on doing that quite yet, hey, but dad, I very think close.
1: If I bring Spot to school, he could bite their fingers off? That way, they'll never be a dad. The uh, family pulls up into the house, and they walk inside. Hey, Dad. Yeah? Am I in trouble? Not, No. No, you're good. Just go up to your room. Okay, I'm going to go pack my bags and live with Sarah. Love you. Bye. Okay, bye. See, see ya. <laughs> and scene.
0: <laughs> All right. Love nothing me. more entertaining than a progressively more negligent
1: father. <laughs> Just like, you know what? like my, my kid's screwed. There's nothing I can say <laughs> to him right now for any of this to make sense.
0: All right, Alex, are you ready for your script or for my script rather?
1: All right, send it, man.
0: All right, Good here thing we I'm a go.
1: pro at filling in the blanks.
0: Hello, Alexander.
1: Hello there.
0: Welcome to your dreamscape.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: While you may see me as your friend Craig, I am simply a manifestation of your neurological guides to help see you through your dreamscape.
1: Perfect, just what I wanted.
0: You see, throughout time, there have been many theories as to what dreams mean, or if they represent anything, and normally that answer is no. However, once in every human's life, they dream more intensely than they will for the rest of their lives. This is called the dreamscape.
1: Okay, is this whole thing going to be a tutorial?
0: We are here because this is the only true representation of your true character. You cannot lie to yourself this deep inside your own head. Hopefully, you will see your thoughts for what they really are, and determine what makes you, you, and possibly change it if that's what you desire. Let's get started, shall we? Yeah, it I, doesn't
1: seem like I have a choice.
0: What is this first memory you see? Uh...
1: I mean, I was young, so my parents? And how has that changed you? Well, I mean, they're divorced now, so... I mean, I kind of wish things would go back to this point. Gross. I mean, I'm trying to be real with you, if there's no point in me lying here. Well, what about this next one? Oh, that was my first kiss. You really did that. And no one caught you? Well, I mean, I wasn't doing it in front of an audience. Impressive. Is it, though? I mean, are most people doing theirs in front of people?
0: This one here is generating a strong aura. What do you see here?
1: Well, I think this is when I met my wife now. Hmm.
0: I never would have expected that from you. And I am you.
1: Is it? Wait, why? That doesn't make any sense.
0: Now, this memory here is fully locked. Perhaps if you give me a portion of what
1: it is, we might be able to unlock the full memory. Oh, that's my search history. We're not gonna get in there at all. Oh, nope. That's just you
0: throwing up on your mom in middle school. My bad. Why is that my search history? This doesn't make any sense. Well, it seems like we're almost done, but... This dreamscape feels incomplete, like something is missing. Did something happen recently that you
1: have yet to process? I mean, I got a recent diagnosis. It's kind of traumatizing.
0: Well, it appears that that was the last memory. I hope looking back on your past has given you some new insight. It is time for you to leave. Do not forget what you have learned, Alex. Alex. Well, none of that made any
1: sense. Alex,
0: dude, wake up. What? You were talking in your sleep. Were you dreaming about me? Are you supposed to be Macy? What? No, I said okay. That was the end of what I had written. Okay. So I said, line three: You may see me as your friend, Craig. So I was implying that I was waking you up from your sleep.
1: Well, and that can't you were dreaming about why me. You'd be waking me up, and he said, "Were I dream?" First of all, if you ever said that to me in real life, were you dreaming about me? I'd punch you in the throat. <laughs> never ever wake me up and say those words I'd be so confused Do that no. no 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 but I appreciate your script it left a lot on my side I was waiting for you to direct the story but you know what it was very interesting
0: I directed a lot of story I don't I know mean, what you're talking about
1: there was exposition in the beginning and then you let me do my thing yeah But I had no idea about that going in, but now we know. Audience, I hope you enjoyed that.
0: All right. What is your middle segment?
1: Have pod and cast ever met? So basically how this works is I'll give you two people, actors or actresses, if you must. And you just got to tell me if they've ever been in a movie or show together. Could be animated. Could be live action. Just let me know if they've ever been in a movie. I have a couple rounds for you, and each round has three pairs. And you just got to tell me of those three pairs, which pair has never worked together? Have pod and cast ever met? So, round one, we have the Toms. Has Tom Holland ever worked with Kumail Nanjiani? Okay. Has Tom Cruise ever worked with Robert Downey Jr.? And has Tom Hanks ever worked? With Mahershala Ali.
0: I feel like that last one is good. I feel like that one's in the clear.
1: Okay. So Tom Holland and Kumail Nanjiani. And Tom Cruise and Robert Downey Jr.
0: Tom Cruise and RDJ kind of feel like they're too big in their own respects. And like in their own respective fields. Mm -hmm. For them to collide together. Um, Okay. But and Tom Holland and Kumail kind of feel like they're cut from the same cloth in a sense that like they would work together. So I'm kind of leaning towards that middle one. I feel like it's Tom Cruise and RDJ have never been in a movie together.
1: Okay, final answer. Yeah, Tom Holland and Kumail Nanjiani were in Doctor Doolittle, the yep. Robert Downey Jr. version. Yep. Tom Cruise and Robert Downey Jr. were in Tropic Thunder together. Oh. Tom Hanks and Mahershala Ali have never been in a movie together.
0: See, you gave me a face right after I said that, right after I said that they were in the clear. You gave Mm -hmm. a very clear face, and I'm like, "Mm, maybe I should double back on that. But I decided against it.
1: Well, maybe you should in the future if you see a face. All right. All right, so you failed round one. You're 0-1. Round two is the Chris's. You have Chris Pratt. Has he ever worked with Jonah Hill? Has Chris Evans ever worked with Rachel McAdams? And has Chris Pine ever worked with Emily Blunt?
0: Has Chris Pine ever see, I don't know too many Emily Blunt movies. I really only know Mary Poppins and Lived I Repeat.
1: Well, that could be this that could make this difficult.
0: Yeah. Um Dang, I'm gonna I'm gonna put them in the clear for now. we, we okay. might come back to them. Mm-hmm. Um
1: So Chris Pratt and Jonah. Hill. Chris Evans and Rachel McAdams.
0: So Chris Pratt and Jonah Hill. I want, I'm wondering if Chris Pratt ever had like a cameo in like a jump street movie. Mm-hmm. Rachel McAdams and and you said Chris Evans? Yeah. I'm going to say the couple that has never worked together is the Jonah Hill one.
1: Okay. Well, Chris Pratt and Jonah Hill were in the Lego movie together.
0: God! Because Jonah, Jonah Hill was the Green Lantern. He's Green Lantern. He, yep, yep. Dang it. Dang it!
1: Chris Pratt and Emily Blunt were into the woods.
0: Oh yeah, Chris Evans yep, and Rachel yep.
1: McAdams have never worked together. Yeah. Okay, Dang it. so that's Owen two. Three. I'm bad at this. <laughs> I mean, yes. Um, three is the Jennifer round. We have Jennifer Aniston and Morgan Freeman. We have Jennifer Lopez and Tiffany Haddish.
0: I'll tell you right now, I know nothing about Jennifer Aniston, but conti- or Jennifer Lopez rather continue. Okay,
1: and Jennifer Lawrence and Robert De Niro.
0: So I think oh Jennifer Lawrence was in that movie The Hustle or like The American Hustle
1: and I think
0: Okay. And I think Robert De Niro I'm Not I'm, to be I,
1: confused with Jennifer Lopez being in Hustlers.
0: Yeah. That's the movie that I think her and Tiffany had No.
1: I'm confused I, I, by a train of thought right now.
0: I think that Jennifer Lopez and Tiffany Haddish are good because Together, they were either in Hustlers or second Act. That combination had to happen in either of those two movies. There's no way it didn't okay um,
1: there's no way it didn't okay.
0: I think well, can you give me the first one again?
1: Okay, The first one was Jennifer Aniston and Morgan Freeman.
0: I would bet the 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 movie that's calling to me right now are the almighty movies. I feel like Jennifer Aniston had to be in either Bruce almighty or Evan almighty. That just kind of seems, that seems like her kind of movie and Morgan Freeman played God in both of those movies. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, ah, I'm going to, there's, but Lawrence and De Niro feel, I feel like they've, they were in American hustle together. I'm going to go with that couple though. I'm going to go with that couple.
1: Well, Jennifer Aniston and Morgan Freeman were in Bruce Almighty. Jennifer Lawrence and Robert De Niro were in Silver Linings Playbook.
0: Uh, Okay.
1: Jennifer Lopez and Tiffany Haddish have never worked together.
0: Are you telling me that Tiffany Haddish was not in Hustlers? No. That's wild. It just seems like her kind of movie.
1: Excuse me while I double check her IMDb. (laughs) And that's a no. She was not in Hustlers. Okay. All right. The Michael round. You have Michael Douglas. Okay. Okay. And Margot Robbie.
0: Michael Douglas was in Ant-Man, right? Yeah. Okay, yep.
1: Michael Douglas and Margot Robbie. You have Michael B. Jordan and Dakota Fanning. You have Michael Keaton and Aaron Paul. Craig's like, who's Michael Keaton
0: again? No, don't you do that to me. Now, the only thing that Michael Keaton could be in to save the Aaron Paul thing Would be like Need for Speed. (laughs) Because I never saw that movie.
1: Okay. But you've seen everything else Aaron Paul's been in.
0: Well, I mean... No, but that's not the point.
1: Okay, sounds
0: good. (laughs) Um, Because I don't think Michael Keaton was ever in BoJack Horseman. Or if he did, it... You know...
1: It was like a one episode thing.
0: Yeah. Two episode thing. Gotcha. Um... Michael Douglas. Again, I don't know that much about Michael Douglas. And you said Margot Robbie. Yeah. I'm going to say that that pair is good. So, what was that middle one again?
1: Michael B. Jordan and Dakota Fanning.
0: But I also think that one's good. What?
1: So, all of these are good. What you're telling me is I'm pulling a fast one. I
0: think, yes. I'm going to final answer. You're pulling a fast one on me. No. I think I'm going to go with. The third one.
1: Michael Keaton and Aaron Paul.
0: Yeah, I don't think they've worked together.
1: That's your final answer. Yep. Michael B. Jordan Dakota Fanning were in Genlock. Yep. You might know them from Rooster Teeth. Yeah. Michael Keaton and Aaron Paul were in Need for Speed.
0: God dang it! Uh, Michael
1: Douglas and Margot Robbie have never worked together.
0: uh, (laughs) I knew it. Didn't I say it? Didn't I say that if they were in a movie together, it would have been Need for Speed? (laughs)
1: Right. Well, um, I'll give you a final chance to redeem yourself, because you're 0-4 right now. I'm 0-4. This is the... If you didn't get the other ones, you're not going to get this one. But these are all very big movies. Yeah. This is the Kevin round. Okay. Kevin Bacon and Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay. Kevin Costner and Amy Adams. Okay. And Kevin James and Cuba Gooding Jr. I'm going
0: to go gut feeling. Yeah. The middle one.
1: Kevin Costner, Amy Adams. Yes. Do you have any logic behind this at
0: nope. all? Well, because Kevin Bacon and Sarah Jessica Parker yeah. are like, yeah, I, I feel like, duh. Duh, they're
1: together. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I think. So it's I,
1: between Costner and Adams. And James and Cuba Gooding Jr.
0: Yeah. And I don't know enough about Cuba Gooding Jr. So okay. I, I have to go middle.
1: Well, Kevin Bacon and Sarah Jessica Parker were in Footloose.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to say it and be wrong, but right. like that's what I thought of.
1: And Kevin Costner and Amy Adams were in Batman versus Superman.
0: Oh, was Kevin Costner um, uh, Mr. Wayne, like Wayne's dad? What's his name? Thomas Wayne?
1: Uh, I think so. I'm gonna give me okay. a, we're gonna cut this out if I'm wrong, but I'm looking it up.
0: Oh no, uh no no no. Thomas Wayne was the dude from The Walking Dead.
1: Right. Give me a second. He was Jonathan Kent.
0: Oh, yep. He was Clark's dad. Okay. Yep.
1: Kevin James and Cubican Jr. have never worked together. Well, you're 0 and 5. All right. So get better. Yeah. The odds yeah. were in your favor. So you, the odds you were, were supposed were in to get a third of them.
0: And I got them wrong every time.
1: Every time. <laughs> well, guys, that's our middle segment. Have Pod and Cass ever met? Uh, Craig sucks at this game.
0: Yep. All right. But
1: it's fun. Hope. Let us know what you guys got at home. Did you get any of those right? Some, w- what ones were obvious? Let us know.
0: All right. Are you ready for this week's one hit wonder? Send it. This week's one hit wonder is called ASM. Are you sure about that? okay pretty good name so what we're gonna do is we're going to whisper into our microphones while we tell controversial opinions about meaningless subjects and i cannot stress that enough that these are meaningless subjects that we have controversial opinions on
1: starting with religion so we're just gonna whisper it into the
2: microphone and i'm gonna keep all the fun little mouth sounds in there Alex, do you have any controversial opinions that you would like to share with us? I have so many controversial opinions. I'm going to start my controversial opinions by saying it should be allowed to text in a movie theater as long as your phone brightness is on the lowest setting. That's absolutely awful. My dad does that and I want to kick him out of the movie theater myself every single time he does it. As long as your phone's on the lowest brightness setting and you're kind of tucking it in front of you and there's no one around, you should be good to go. On that same note as movies, um, I think that movie th- theaters should just not show as many previews because I like showing up early because I get scared of being late, but then I have to watch a bunch of trailers for movies I don't care about. My next controversial opinion is that people should not be delivering their own babies. If you're a dad and you want to deliver your own baby, what are you paying the doctor for? Just hold the hand the whole time. You have no business going down there. And you should not be inviting anybody to your birth. Hey, that is not a friends and family occasion. Um, My next controversial opinion that we need to change the name from wedding showers and baby showers. Nobody's taking any showers. Just call them prenatal parties. Uh, don't. Let's not use the word prenatal anymore. Uh, next opinion. F- males should not be allowed to be OBGYNs. That is not a controversial opinion, actually. Okay. I'm 100% apart this. <laughs> you and most women are on this page, actually. Yeah, it actually I totally agree. It does not make any sense. Mm. Like, you know, you talk to these people and they're like, oh, it's not even attractive after a while. Like, you just look at it as like a a thing that you do for medicine and you're like, yeah, but the girl doesn't feel that way. Hey, you're all up in her business. Get out of there. Hey, next controversial opinion. And this is actually pretty controversial. Oh, this is going to give me some trouble. But we're keeping this in. Gosh darn it. Gay guys should not be allowed girls slumber parties or hang out in girl dressing rooms. If I can't see boobs, neither can you. I think the refined opinion of that is, hey, just because you're not into girls doesn't mean you don't get a free pass at sexually abusing a girl. Yeah, 100%. Just (laughs) бенет <laughs> opinion. If your charging cable is less than six feet long, what are you even doing with your life? Maybe they can't afford it, Craig. Check your privilege. eight dollars.
1: Alright, that was ASM. Are
0: you sure about that?
1: And it's never coming back.
0: And it's never coming back.
1: And Uh, we should probably put in a timestamp that, hey, if you hate ASMR, skip to the end. Just don't listen to the end.
0: I mean... Yeah, I was a, like if hey, if you hate ASMR, I assume you just closed the episode out already.
1: You're like, you okay. Just didn't finish you just keep hitting like forward 30, forward 30. Oh, they're still doing it. Forward 30, forward 30. And I agree with you. I totally get it. All right.
0: So, next week we are watching Megamind and uh after that, we are going to be starting our first themed month of movies. So, for the entirety of December, we are going to be watching Johnny Depp movies, hence December. So we will be sharing that list on Twitter and Instagram. So after you watch Megamind, get ready to watch some Johnny Depp. And we'll also watch a Christmas movie. So like, don't worry about it.
1: Yeah. Don't worry. All right. We're here Make for sure you. Make
0: sure to follow us on Instagram on Twitter at permanent Good. Make sure to rate our podcast. Make sure to share it with your friends. That's super important. If you think that, you know, we talked about a movie that your friend liked, uh, send us your way. Or if you think that your friend likes two idiots bantering back and forth for an hour, send it to your friend.
1: And if you hate one of Craig's top ten movies, let me know. And if you think I'm an idiot, don't let Craig know. I think that's fair.
0: Yeah, because it will go to my head.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um yeah, I mean that's follow us individually at permanent handle for Craig over there and Alex the goods @alexthegoods on Twitter and Instagram.
0: Uh So we will see you next week. This has been the Permanent Good podcast. I am Craig Wells, aka Permanent Handle,
1: and I'm Alex Good, aka Alex Good. See you next week. Hey dad. What? Um are you killed her dads?
0: I'm stopping the recording. <laughs>